0: Welcome to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I am your host and so grateful you're joining me on today's episode. The mission of Let's Talk with Teresa Ann is to simply allow the Word of God and the Holy Spirit to flip the script in our lives. On today's show, you're getting to see a Facebook Live that I did on the 4th of July with Godly Chit Chat. Now, Godly Chit Chat was started by Selena Baginski with Pearls in Bloom. And she asked Carrie Robina, who is the amazing podcast host of She Walks in Truth, and myself to part with her in Godly Chit Chat. So it's an online six-week Bible study. And on Wednesday, we were on week three. Well, within that teaching and within that conversation with those who were viewing the, the Godly Chit Chat study, it was incredible what happened. God was utilizing the power of who He is and thankfulness we did a review on one of the episodes from Let's Talk with Teresa Ann in which it was called The Invited Grace. So here is what's coming up next. This morning, it was a fight with the flesh. I was not godly chit-chatting at all with myself. I was... Just allowing division of my mind to take place. And suddenly, but what was so cool about it. And now let me tell you what was cool about this, okay? Is that I was aware of it. I was aware of it. So, when be, because I was aware of it, it caused me to immediately start thanking God. And I started thanking God. And and at first, I was like, "Ah, Lord, I don't even know where to start. I don't even want to thank you right now. But then, he led me to Psalm 104. This is so cool. So, if you have your notes, if you have a pen, if you have your Bible out, I'm telling you right now, this is so cool. So, if you are having trouble just initially thanking God for who He is. Psalm 104 will stir that up. Carrie says, yes, it's something we can learn to do to recognize it and immediately turn our focus toward God. Yes. So Psalm 104, it says, let all that I am praise the Lord. Oh, Lord, my God, how great you are. Notice the writer is not talking about God. He's speaking to him. This is key. This is key. So in our declarations, when we're speaking the word of ourselves, we're speaking our to ourselves, but we're also speaking to God. Okay? Oh, Lord, my God, how great you are. You are robed with honor and majesty. You are dressed in a robe of light. You stretch out the starry curtain of the heavens. You lay out the rafters of your home in the rain clouds. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride upon the wings of the wind. The winds are your messengers. Flames of fire are your servants. You placed the world on its foundation so it would never be moved. You clothed the earth with floods of water that covered even the mountains. Oh my God, I could keep going. But do you see how this right here, if you don't know what to say, go to the word and just start echoing the word and suddenly your spirit will stir your mind to be renewed yet again in that moment to be grateful, thankful. And then from that place of thankfulness, suddenly you can praise God. So here's the question. How do we make our 11 day journey into an 11 day journey? It's simple. It's so simple. Begin thanking him. Here's why. Here's why I know this because Psalm 100 verse four, Psalm 100 verse four, it says, enter into my gates with thanksgiving so you can't even get in to the gates without being thankful then you can get into the courts with praise now listen to this this is going to be a real quick snippet and I'm not going to go over it but I'm just going to say this it's just like the tabernacle the thankfulness is like the outer court okay Thankfulness is like the outer court. Praise is like going into the inner court. But then suddenly, to get into his—that's how we get into his presence—is into the holy of holies. Remember, the priests were the only ones that could get into the holy of holies at that time. But now we have full access. Because it's not us going to it, it's us going within, because the Holy Spirit lives within us. We no longer have to go run to something, we just go within, because the Holy Spirit lives within us. This is so powerful, this is a revelation that we need to get, that we don't need to, as our pastor says, look up. We just need to go within and say, Father, thank you that you are holy, that there is no one like you, that you aren't just enough. You are more than enough. Now, watch this. Okay? This is so cool. I was like, holy moly! This is so good! So, watch this. I get really passionate, y'all. Yes, Carrie. Thankfulness leads to praise. Okay. Um, thank you, ladies, for your patience here as I turn to First Thessalonians 5.18 Now, this is so good, okay? It's all good. It's all amazing. All right. It says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will, or as Selena would say, this is His dream for you. who belong to Christ Jesus. Okay, watch this. Ready? This is so cool. Ah! Okay. Get excited with me, alright girls? This is so cool. Paul, Paul is first giving you the result before he gives the process to get to the result. Are you ready for this? So read it backwards, okay? Okay. Verse 18. Let's see here. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. That you be thankful in all circumstances. When you're thankful in all circumstances, you can't help but stop praying. And when you can't help but stop praying, you're always joyful. Ah! Is that so cool? So watch this. We have tried to be joyful first. Then we try to pray. And then we try to be thankful in all circumstances. But he's like, no, 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 no. I'm giving you the result first to show you how to get to the result. But see, so many of us are trying to be fake by being joyful when we're not. But how do we get there? This is how. For those who belong to Christ Jesus are thankful in all circumstances. Now, listen, this preposition is so important. It says in, it doesn't say for, it says be thankful in all circumstances how do you okay so Paul 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 is literally telling us this I am so excited oh my god thank you Holy Spirit this is so good Paul is saying this from experience he was in prison and he was able to to praise God that it opened up the prison doors. You guys, this is life changing. We will never get offended again. This is so, so key, y'all, that we be thankful. See, Paul was thankful to God. He said, wow, I have this privilege that God gave me another chance to go to the very people that I killed. To go to the very people. And if I have to go to prison for it, I'm just thankful that God you allowed me another opportunity to bring your love to your people. You guys, this is radical. This is where the miracles happen. We are looking for the miracles on the outside of us. But the miracles are waiting to manifest through us. And the key, the key is being thankful God, I thank you for another chance that Lord when I was away from you that you allowed me another opportunity to now speak life. Do you know before Christ I was a gossiper? Do you know before Christ I couldn't wait to tell others about all their 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 juicy stuff? That I couldn't wait. And then when God took over When he took over me, I realized that all that gossip, all that gossip was a thwarted thing from a gift that God had given me. See, gossip is the thwarting lie of truth. And here's the truth. I was meant to be a herald of good news. But gossip turns that and thwarts it into something evil. So if you know someone right now that's a gossiper, and maybe it's even you that gossips, now you can say, God, I know now what my gifting from you is. My gift from you is simply that I was meant to be a herald. Of your good news. And now, when someone gives me a testimony of the goodness of God, I can't help but share it. And anything that is evil that is spoken, I don't even want to hear it. It's amazing what God does when we give it to Him. But here is key, y'all, be thankful. Don't think that when Paul and Silas were threatened with their lives in prison, that it wasn't hard, but suddenly there's a suddenly that takes place when we're thankful. And I know this sounds strange and it almost sounds sci-fi, but when you put yourself in a place of thankfulness, it's as though another dimension opens up over us. A dimension of God comes into our moment and it's almost as though we're untouched. Like we look back and we say, how did we get through that? It was the invited grace and how was the grace invited? It was through thankfulness because he is grace. It's not just something God possesses. It's who he is. So, with that said, will you never look at 1 Thessalonians 5 18 the same again? And watch how Paul writes. In every one of his writings, you're going to see a key thing. He always talks about the result first before he talks about how to get to the result. And again, it's reverberating. Be thankful, always be joyful. So that's how we faith it till we make it and faith it some more is by first being thankful. How do you know you're a child of God is when you become thankful. I saw this quote the other day and I started laughing so hard and it was so hilarious. It said, if you're a pessimist and you say you believe in God, there might be an issue. (laughs) But those are fun things to say. But still, not many people, not many people know how to get to that place of being joyful. They just feel like they have to turn it on. And you know, it's something that the Holy Spirit produces in us when we're thankful. Teresita just said, oh my God, I just had an idea. Thankfulness is God's weapon to get us through life's nightmares. Yes, Teresita. Yes, that is right. So when we're going through the battles, we begin to see them as now mission fields, not just battlefields. They're battlefields and we got to recognize it as that, as a battlefield. But now we see it as much more than a battlefield. And you guys have heard me say this often. But now we're getting more revelation. And let me tell you, I I need to say this to you. The gifts of God in you do not grow in you. You mature into the gift because the gift is complete. The gift is complete in you. Now it's just up to you. Now it's just up to you to go further. Okay? Sorry, I got sidetracked. I just saw my handsome husband over there. <laughs> okay. So, yes, Carrie. Joyfulness is flipping the script, not flipping a switch. Come on, girlfriend. That's good. Thank you, Teresita. Yes. So, again, I love this. I love Paul. I love how he is giving us revelation. He's giving us Revelation. And then he shows us how to get to the revelation. See, that's how you know when someone is walking in it is when they know how to live it out. They're not just giving you a concept. They're giving you the how-tos. And all he's doing, Paul, throughout the... If you look at all of his books, and this is so key, you're going to see all the revelations that he has. Oh, it's so good I just love you guys Selena says so good we mature into the gift God put in us yes so so often we, we always talk about you know the prophetic is growing in us no, no 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 we're growing into the prophetic gift that is already on the inside Holy Spirit is completely mature Um. let's see satin said again the result the gift comes before the process and because we have the gift We begin to mature. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, girls. You guys are amazing. Isn't this so freaking fun? See, this life in Christ is fun. It's not like, life sucks. I'm being attacked again. Okay. When we get this revelation of being thankful, we see how mighty of a weapon thankfulness is. Thankfulness is our weapon. Okay, so there's a saying that Joyce Meyer says. She says, if you complain, yes, Selena, his yoke is easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Okay, so Joyce Meyer says this. When you complain, you remain. I want to add to that. When you complain, you remain and regress. Okay, You don't just remain. You regress. But when you praise, you will be raised. Before we can even thank God for stuff, let's thank him for who he is first. Then what happens is you begin, like what happens is what you're thankful for, you can see it now. When you thank him, remember Psalm 104 Um, Psalm 104, it helps induce the thankfulness and praise if you're, if it's really hard for you to do it. Okay. I'm just giving you some keys here so you don't feel stuck because we There's no, there's no need for us to feel stuck if we don't need to be stuck. Right. So, um, this is for all of us to share with others. So if you have a friend right now that it, man, they want to thank God, they want to praise them take him to Psalm 104. Now, listen to this part. This is really cool. Oh, Lord Jesus. Are you ready? Now, as he praises God all through, and he's like being detailed, Like detail by detail of what you made the moon to mark the seasons and the sun to know when to set. And you send the darkness and it becomes night when all the forest animals prowl about. And the young lions roar. I mean, he is just like going. He is going to town. Right? Because of the one part he said, oh Lord my God, how great you are. Are, And from that place is when it all just started springing out like a geyser. So at the very end, verse 31 says, may the glory of the Lord continue forever. The Lord takes pleasure in all he has made. And that is especially you and I. The earth trembles at his glance. The mountains smoke at his touch. This is the God that calls us daughter. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God to my last breath. Even David had a revelation of thankfulness, and the Holy Spirit was not just there at his, at every moment. Like we have the Holy Spirit. And then it says this. Let all sinners vanish from face from the face of the earth. And let the wicked disappear forever. And I, I thought about that and I go, wow. And the Holy Spirit whispered, when you live a life of gratefulness, Teresa, the wicked become redeemed. That's how they vanish, as they become redeemed. And in that moment, I had to ask God for forgiveness, for praying against people instead of praying for them. When I was praying against them, I was unknowingly standing in the courtroom of the accuser because I was being ungrateful. See, when we're ungrateful, we enter into a court, but it isn't the court of praise. It is the court of accusation. And we open ourselves up to the enemy. And now we start praying like the enemy prays. We start cursing those people that have cursed us instead of doing what Jesus said many times over as recorded in Luke 6. Bless those that hurt you. Pray for those that spitefully used you because Jesus was about to do that on the cross he was about to say while he was nailed father forgive them for they know not what they do he could have easily prayed against them but instead he said father forgive them and so When David prayed that, he probably didn't have that revelation. He probably truly wanted them gone. But hear the Holy Spirit saying, Do you want to see the sinners vanish? Do you want to see the wicked disappear forever? Then do life with me. Do life with me. Do you think it was easy for Jesus to stay on that cross? Absolutely not. It didn't matter if he was 100% God and 100% man. He still suffered. But his perspective still remained like Flint. Where he focused on the finish line of what his God was wanting to do through him. And that's what we have to remember. Just like Paul, when he stayed fixed on the finish line of why he was in prison. It was because the very ones that were putting him in prison were the ones that were in prison. The prison of their sin. And God wanted him to stand in the gap and say, Quit complaining about being in prison and start thanking me that you're in prison so you know what it's like to know what it's like to be in prison. Because if you forget, you'll never have compassion for those who are in prison. Maybe not in a physical prison, but in a prison of shame and a prison of condemnation and a prison of hopelessness and a prison of you name it. From the most heinous sin to the most minute thing we would call minute sin. All sin hurts. Whether it's us or us hurting others. It hurts. God, and I need you to know this. For those of you who feel like you've hurt God too much, God is not hurt by you. He hurts for you. And he's giving us the keys to know how to live a life of being the light in the midst of darkness. That's how we overcome evil with good. Now we know the key to all of that is being thankful. And like First Thessalonians 5.18 says, and I'm going to go back to it. Because I believe this is how I want, as Carrie says, we'll speak to our own dry bones. That's right. I believe God's equipping us today to know how to live this life like it was always meant to be. And it's still a process, Right? Cause the distractions of this world do try to get us to to focus on that thing. And it's real it's like a squirrel. Whoop, whoop. No, we have to stay anchored. As Selena got this from the Lord. Anchored in God's script. And I love, she was laughing so hard because she was like, oh my gosh, script, scripture. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Selena, for sharing that. Anchored in God's script. Okay, so 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. I'm going to read it what we would say backwards, but really it's reading it the right way. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus, be thankful in all circumstances. Never stop praying. And in that you cannot help, but always be joyful. Let me do that again. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus, that when you're thankful in all circumstances, you can't help but not stop praying. And in that, you can't help but always being joyful. And when people ask, what is so different about you? Why are you so filled with joy? And you can say, oh my God, I'm so thankful you asked. Ha! There was a pun and I didn't even intend it. It's all about being thankful to God. Not just for what he's done for me. Because all, all of that stuff is going gonna, gonna to pass away. But I'm thankful for who he is. As that psalmist said, Oh, how great are you, God? No wonder when Jesus said, You want to know how to pray? This is how you pray. He first said to acknowledge God and tell him how great he is. From that place of awe, you can't help but see the kingdom of God that's in you start to manifest within the earth. This is going to help us from now on to never say again, it was better when. Instead, we'll begin to say, oh wow, I can't see what, cannot wait to see what God's about to do next. You know they say when it rains it pours, you know when it when it's a negative connotation. And now when we're tempted to say that when things are coming our way and it just seems like, "Oh my god, what what could go wrong next?" That's what that's what the enemy would love for us to say. Cuz that's just chit-chat. But godly chit-chat would say, "Wow. This all that's happening." It can only get better from here. Oh my God. I cannot wait to see what you're about to do. God, I cannot wait to see what you're going to do with all of this mess that yes, as that little cliche says, but it's so true. You're going to take this mess and you're going to turn it into your freaking amazing message. Oh, wow. So here's the big question, ladies, and I'm going to end it at this. What if our 11 day journey were just that? 11 days. Thank you all so much for joining us on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. And to get more information about Godly Chit Chat or She Walks in Truth or even Pearls in Bloom, simply email me at letstalktv74 at gmail.com. You can also go to the websites that are posted below in the description box of this video. Well, thank you all so much. And remember, this show is all about bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing to both my YouTube and podcast channels.